Yo guys, happy Wednesday, a happy Thanksgiving week. Uh, so we're going to do today's episode, which is patch 2.2, or excuse me, 12.22B, a little micro uh, mid-patch patch, and adjusting a few things here. Um, and then as far as Friday, we're going to be doing a kind of Thanksgiving-themed episode for yeah. those people that celebrate it. So look forward to Friday. But uh, today, Wednesday, it's, it's patch notes. Uh, but really quick, uh, Thoticus replied to one of our previous episodes uh, questions. It was for episode uh, 107. It was, where did you finish rank-wise for 2022? And he wrote in and said, I finished Silver 4. I was I was in bronze for a while, so I'll take any progress I can get. Honestly, dude, if you can get that leap, I can't remember. if he, Has he ever told us how long he's been playing? No. I, maybe he did. If he did, I forgot. So, Thoticus, if you told us, I apologize, but I don't recall. Any any leaps like that is you should feel proud because going from like that one tier to the next you ask tyler how fucking hard is it to try to get from silver to fucking gold like getting from one i guess metal tier to the next metal tier (laughs) or or whatever one big tier to the next uh tier it's fucking hard the the promos are ridiculous you're gonna Mm -hmm. get match made with um dinguses and hopefully your team has less dinguses on it than than the other team. <laughs> and that's probably what I would that's that's probably where I would go with that. I mean, I don't know beyond that. I don't think it's I can tell you. It's really tough. Uh but thank you Thoticus guys. If you ever feel like writing in for previous episodes and we'll we'll find them and we'll we will talk about them. We'll we'll show them on screen and stuff. So Yeah, Dean's really to... good at sniping that kind of stuff, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Anchor's kind of poor at, at like telling me that. So I, sometimes I just go through the whole thing just like at least for like the last month or so and just see if anybody's replied. So Right. Right. But keep doing that. Um and then one more thing, if you're looking behind me, I have a green screen set up. Oh. Uh Tyler and I well, Tyler his came fucked up, so he had to get another one. Yeah. But we're going to be using green screen, so it's going to be able to, you're going to be able to see more on the screen, and it's just going to be like our heads floating there. So it's going to look a little more professional. Look more clean. Yeah. It'll look clean. And I'm hoping, um, I just did a test stream. Um, I can't play COD because that game demands too much, but right. it looked fine with League. Uh, so maybe in the future we can do some streams. I'll, I'm sure there's a way I could figure out to literally just put your head, like your feed, on my OBS. So we're both on the stream. There's got to be a way to do it. I just don't know how. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, get excited for that. So, Friday's episode should, should, uh, we should have our green screens uh, going. So, um, but, yeah, today, 12.22B. Yes. Um, when did this, so the first one came out on the 17th. Yeah. So, when, when did the, when did the patch drop? Patch dropped last Wednesday. So, a week ago. So, it was the 16th. Am I doing my math right? Today's the 20... We're recording on the 21st. Yeah, we, okay, so it came out on the, the 15th. So, yeah, the patch notes came out on the 16th. It dropped on the 17th. Or, sorry, no, sorry. Uh, wow. Holy crap, I can't do Yeah, it dropped on all. the 16th. Yes. And then the patch yes, was the day later. Yes, the 17th was Thursday. That's right. I guess we could just mention how are you feeling about this patch? Um... It's a tank patch. <laughs> I, I will say the thing that I find really annoying... Is that like every and it happens every time they introduce new items. Every champion, every player is trying to build 
the same like three new items on whatever champion they're playing to try to find optimization. And I think that's to be expected to an extent. It's also really annoying when you look and you see the entire enemy team has heart steel. It's it's OP. It's just like this is so dumb. It's clearly the best item, and on even on champions that shouldn't really use that item, they're doing really well with it. Um I don't mind champions like Set who kind of have like a bruisery playstyle. They might play more tanky, they might play more damagey, but they can kind of fluctuate. Same thing with like a Darius or a Garen. Although um probably have more of a problem with Garen because of who Garen is and what he can do and, and how he can build so drastically different and still be a tank. Um, there's champions like, um, I don't know. Think of, think of Leona with heart steel. Like, come on guys. Really? You know what I mean? I haven't seen it, but I almost guarantee someone's tried it. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I played a game of nocturne jungle with heart steel and I just destroyed. Okay. It yeah. Like... See, th- th- that is my point. Th- that is case in point. Like, that's the kind of shit that like I find annoying, but like you're, you're going to see it and, and it's going to be funny until the items get leveled out. Obviously there's, it's damn near impossible to build a new item and have it leveled out for every single champion because you're just not going to think of all that stuff. It's just the way things go. There's just, it's impossible to think of all that stuff. So uh, I'm sorry that it's probably annoying right now. And this is the time you shouldn't be taking the game super seriously. Um, that's that's first thought number one is is the itemization. Um, first thought number two is the the jungle uh, the jungle pings for objectives. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest; those fucking suck, dude. <laughs> I was really hyped on those. I thought they were gonna be awesome, and now I find that the fucking thing is in the way, and I'll just click whatever. If my jungler's topside, I'm clicking no. If my jungler's bottom, I'm gonna click yes. But I want the fucking thing to just go oh. away. Just go away. Yeah. Get off my fucking screen. I saw someone on Reddit was like, they feel like pop up ads. Uh, <laughs> like, I think I think they took that from Raz. I think Raz said that, or Raz vice versa. I, I maybe, think I saw yeah. Raz tweeted something like that. He's like, dude, I just find that like I'm just trying to get it off my fucking screen. Like, I it's so stupid. Because they pop up when you ping it. Yeah. And like, it don't, like if I'm on my way, if you click on your way ping, it just, it's yeah, like, oh, it's... vote. I'm like, no. Well, sometimes they, they have... pop up like right when the, right when it spawns. I've seen that too. I'm like, it's like, stop. I don't, I don't want this right now. <laughs> like, I'm in the middle also, of a I don't, fight or in a, in a I don't like, uh, I have to click on the little icon and then the vote selection comes up. Like I have to click, I have to move my mouse twice to go click on it. Like one to click to access the vote and then to actually vote yes i don't it, like that it, it's annoying i i wish there was and sometimes i wish just about the surrender box too is like there's a way just to make it kind of go away for a second because it is definitely in the way um which sucks too because i think i'm gonna have to move like i play with the the uh, enemy and champion health bars above my mini map so i can look at it all in one place I know you right. play with yours on the left side. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have to go back to the old school left side just because that right side is so saturated with shit. <laughs> like, like, get this off my fucking screen, man. Like, I don't... There's just too much going on. Right, right. Um, I think uh, as far as, like, jungling, too, it's... I, I feel like the reason... they Okay, so they... It's taking a minute to get used to the the crab spawning 15 seconds later. And it's like, 
I think their reasoning was like, oh, now you don't have to hard farm your jungle to go make sure you whatever. I feel I'm farming more right. to try to get my companion leveled up with treats. Granted, it's, I'm also forgetting that like every time a minute goes by, you get an extra treat. So That's then true. the next camp you farm gives you two treats instead of one. Right. So it's like... I, but I feel like I absolutely need to get my smite up because I played games where my I've won because I've had my guy with under twenty treats, so my smite is upgraded, and the other person has twenty five, and he only has six hundred, right. and I, I win because I have higher smite. So I'm, and then people are like getting pissed that yep. like, why are you farm jungling? I'm like, or why why are you farming? I'm like, bro, read the fucking patch. I get my max smite twelve hundred at zero. Yeah. I, I kind of want to get that before, like, I, I could probably get that before, like, 12 minutes if I just hard farm, no matter, like, 15 minutes. I want to make sure I have that for Baron, especially Baron, uh, like, second Herald. I don't know, dude. It's, to be fair, people are still going to, like, bitch about no ma- anything, and they're going to blame the jungler. Well, um, so, I was going to I was gonna say, that in the in the couple of games that you and I have played together, I feel like every game someone's bitching at you for, for trying to complete your things. Like, why aren't you ganking this? It's like, well, first off, you're losing lane, so you're not gonna get. You're, you're getting. You're not just losing. You're getting ass blasted, so you're just not gonna get a gank because that's just feeding the enemy more. You don't have enough damage to compete with them. You don't have enough health to survive them. I'm not gonna come fucking gank you and die also and give them more kills. Like that's a cardinal rule of fucking jungling. You push the winning lanes ahead so that they can carry. You don't. Not that you don't bother with the losing lane, but you kind of just let them. Hey. Play it safe, just farm it out. I know you're losing. I got to try to carry this this lane up here. I got to try to push them and, and snowball them because they're winning. And the only way we're going to have a shot at beating that rat bastard who's kicking your ass is by getting our rat bastards fed so he they can kick his ass or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, that's like a... I don't even jungle and I know that's a cardinal rule. Like if I'm topside, I'm getting whooped. I just know I'm probably not going to get help and that's fine. Please just go help mid or go help bot so they can get ahead and we have an opportunity to win the game. Otherwise, you're just wasting your resources. Uh, one final thing I'll say is I feel like games are much more. Um, They're forfeited a, way too quickly. Well, I, w- I was gonna say I was gonna say um, that that I mean I've been experiencing that a lot, but the games that I've played that just kept going on and we're, I'm getting shit on. I've had a very high amount of games where we've come back and destroyed. Yeah, like we swing super hard. I have noticed that uh, too. The 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 swing on the I played a couple of games where we've been just getting pummeled with the early game, and we see that the objective bounties are up, and then uh, they're gone by. I don't know. It could be like. When do they normally come up? Like 15 minutes, I think, is when they... It's after 14, after the plates fall. Right, right. And they show up and like, cool. And then by 25 minutes, it's even. It's like, okay, hey, can we give it 10 minutes? Can we give an opportunity here? Like, so many people want to forfeit that early. And I've been on the reverse side of that, where we've been smashing another team, and then we lose because they've swung it back, and and then they eventually outscale, or whatever the the reason is. Those objective bounties are swinging you back in and falling off. And, and the game has a, it does have a comeback mechanic that doesn't feel too overwhelming because I've lost those games too. So 
don't yeah, know. I think it's. I think it's fair. There's a there's a lot more scaling options mm-hmm. now. Like mm-hmm. if if like four people on my team have Hearthstone, just keep do your best to just keep stacking HP, and you're gonna get to a point where you're Seriously. very tanky. Or and we'll we'll talk about uh, like Rod of Ages. I've had a few Cassadins. It's fucking stupid. Um, speaking of one more thing, and I promise we'll get into the 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 B notes. Um, uh, one thing I totally forgot about on the patch notes is they didn't go through with the Saris Embrace changes. Oh, that's right. Those got about that. I think they're still getting changed because they were changing it from a CDR thing back to AP, and yeah, it, yeah, it didn't show up. So I totally forgot about that. I remember we talked yeah, about that too. A few people were like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Where did it go?" But Maybe they bring it back. It's I pre-season. hope so because they they got plenty of time to fix it before they roll out the the patch that starts the season. So, um, All right, well, let's, let's do it here. So, uh, we got a few changes, a few bug fixes. Um, we'll start with the one that was on the 18th. So it looks like there's the some recent. bug fixes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it says, "Don't stop attack and fix a bug where wards revealed by Firelight's Bloom." Would display repeated on-hit attacks like Titanic Hydra if attacked while temporarily invincible due to effect effects like teleport. I've seen a Vandral did a video and I just saw people like getting sniped by someone who has Titanic hitting the Squires Bloom and the fucking AOE goes across the map. Oh, oh, <laughs> it was very that's it was busted. Really, fuck, dude. It was a small percentage, <laughs> but. Um, that's hella funny and then let's see radiant cooldown fixed a bug where radiant virtue would permanently increase the cooldown of recastable ultimate abilities upon being recast I don't even know what the fuck that means uh, basically um, so radiant virtue reduces the cooldowns when you use your ultimate and heals you right oh so did it was just permanently permanently increasing the cooldown of your recastable ultimate so um, vex she has a recast no. ultimate. You land it, and then you have a recast. Um, yeah. It was just kind of fucking those kinds of champions. Or Ari is another one who can recast her ultimate a couple times. Akali, etc. So, I haven't experienced it, but that's my understanding of what they're saying here. Um, um, by the way, uh, Gragas support with Radiant Virtue is kind of fucking disgusting. Because you're going to start... <laughs> Leona with Radiant Virtue. Kind of fucking disgusting. You're going to start the fight right there, and then all of a sudden... You're a heal bot? Like, what the fuck? Leona with heals? That sounds fucking broken. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, you want to move on to... Yeah, so mid-patch update on one, which was released on November 17th. That would have been last Thursday. Uh, start off with Amumu. So he got a slight little... Uh, I guess it's a buff here. Um, the E tantrum cooldown reduction when hit by basic attack. So for those of you that don't know, his E... When he's hit by basic attacks, uh, it reduces the cooldown of the tantrum, the E-swing. It was a half-second cooldown reduction. They've bumped it up to three-quarters of a second cooldown reduction, so he'll be able to use that ability a lot faster. Um, For those of you that play Amumu, you know his mana pool is pretty fucking garbage. So this will help you for spamming if you're close to dead. Probably going to help you with jungling. Um, May not help you too much in team fights in that regard. I don't think it's a massive buff. but This is a... This is for sure just a jungle clear buff. Right, it's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. It's too. pretty big. I mean, if think about it, if you're doing raptors sure. and all of them are just hitting you, you're eased like perma up. Right, right. You get that AOE to, to hit with, and, and part of that's because of the some of the changes. So um, that's definitely a jungle buff, not really anything besides that. And then the tantrum magic damage, again, this is a jungle buff, but you're getting 10 more damage at all ranks of the ability. 
you're going to keep your same uh, 50% AP ratio. So, again, Amumu is not really a champion that builds... You could play Amumu building AP, but it's not that common, especially if you're in the jungle, you need the tankiness. So, um, again, just a jungle clear buff. It's just going to do more damage. You can cast it more often. should help you with, like, wolves and uh, raptors and krugs, even. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all right, all right. The next Mo- one. moving down to Ivern. The biggest uh, troll this, <laughs> this one and... Well, we'll get to the kindred one are similar because like these jungle changes, I didn't even think about this, like affected Ivern so much just because the way that he clears the jungle. So when you would kill, uh, like, why would I play Ivern when like, I can't remember. I have to go back and look at what the stats were for when, cause when you kill jungle creeps now, you get a small heal and a small mana replen- a replenish. Right, right. So like, how would Ivern even, I don't know. I haven't seen an Ivern in a game in so fucking long. So uh, I think the Kindred one is a little more like was a little more impacted. Um, But yeah, so Ivern, his passive health cost was 131 to 70 levels 1 through 18. Now it is 98 to 0 at levels 1 through 18. Pretty big. Um, And then the the passive mana cost was 135 to 66. Now it is 90 to 0. Wow. So if you get to late game, he's literally just going to be... He Still takes camps for free. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, literally for free. Uh, and then there was a bug fix where Daisy could t- take kill credit for Drake and not give the credit towards Soul to her respective team. What the Oh fuck? my god. Not give the credit towards Soul to her respective... Gee, that's fucking broken. Holy bad bug, dude. Wow. That's fucking nuts. Well, good thing it's preseason and not competitive yet, right? I don't... That's, that's crazy. If, that's fucking if Daisy's nuts. Able, if Daisy's able to get the last hit on Dragon, I don't know what to tell you. Well, that could be that their jungler's down and you don't need to waste your smite because there's no... Uh, it could be uh, you've aced them and you don't need to waste your smite. There's no way that they're going to be able to steal it or whatever. And then you just let Daisy finish it off. And, and then you don't get the, the Dragon credit, dude. That is fucking... Like, I wonder what happens. Is this going to the Abyss? Probably. Do, does, do you, does Elder still come out after four? Or do you just have to kill another extra Dragon? that's who knows who knows we're never gonna know right (laughs) um all right next is jack show the protean protein pro protein drinker i don't know uh bonus armor and mr per stack is gonna go up from two to three Uh, i feel like this item's not getting used as much as the other new items so i think it does need a little something and the percent bonus armor and mr at maximum stacks is gonna go from 10 percent to 15 percent. so it's gonna make you a little bit tankier just a little um, bit. Have, uh, have you seen the like teaser thing that's been happening with this item? No. So there have been, I've seen screenshots. Let me see if I can find, yeah, here's the Easter egg. I'm bringing it up on screen here. There are people that are um, getting messages at the end of the game. If you have a champion that has built that, I don't know what the, if there's special uh, stipulations on what champions, but uh, at the end of the game, it'll be like a system message, like a yellow thing. It'll say like, Jack Show has deemed you worthy of something. Like, uh, huh. I'm trying to find. Yeah, it says, Jack, Jack Show deems, and then it says the player's name, worthy and has, and has absorbed their power. Hmm. So I'm not sure if that's a teaser for the next champion. I feel like just because of the name Jack Show and the color, it's purple. I feel like it's got to be a void thing. Right, they, they didn't have they, they, they didn't, didn't announce the void. No, they didn't. But they did also didn't really tell you where this item's from either. Uh, just, I'm just 
like I said, purely speculating based on what we know about color schemes and uh, naming techniques, right? Um, it looks like a void item, and it almost sounds like if they're giving it to you with certain champions, and now I wonder what champions have to play. Sounds like it could be void related. So I wonder, like, um, I mean, I wouldn't put this on on Cassidy, but I mean, just for just to see if anything came of it, I would be curious to test it on like, uh, or maybe Rexai. Oh. People are the item kind of looks like a kind of looks um, like Varus, like Project Varus to me. It's like a um, a symbiote, kind of like how Kaisa has a living suit. Okay, so I think that's kind of maybe what that is. It's like a living maybe. suit. That could be it too. Uh, someone said, as far as I know, it's probably not a teaser since we know that no upcoming champions are void, and the next one is likely Darken. But it could be, could be event. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe. That is highly possible. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else on here. Um, didn't say. It said, uh, the only thing I see is that it could be a teaser for the next League of Legends champion the same way they did prior to set's release where players got cards mentioning the boss, which then gave them set for free upon his release. Uh, it says, at this time, the requirement was getting 10 first bloods. Now who knows what the requirement is. All we do know is it'll likely pay off to be recognized by Jack Show. So uh, don't be surprised if you see people um, spamming this item in your games. It's highly possible when stuff like this comes out that people start doing dumb shit. So. <laughs> Unless they nerf Heartsteel, I don't think so. Heartsteel sure. is so fucking good. People might just want a free champion, though. Sure. People, people do it's dumb true. shit. <laughs> uh, next, we had Karthus. Yes. Uh, had a bug fix. Fixed a rare bug where Karthus would momentarily... Revive from his passive if he had the Chemtech Soul buff. Oh my That's god, it's back from the dub. Back from funny. the dead. That's funny. They should have uh, left that in. I know, right? That would have been funny as fuck. Uh, it, it, you only just can't leave it in where because it's inconsistent, right? You have mm-hmm. to figure out how to make that uh, consistent. So, um, All right, Kindred is next on the list. Uh, bonus attack speed after casting Q, Dance of Arrows. Uh, is going to go up from 25% to 35%. So like Dean said earlier, it's just a jungle clear thing, except for also this is usable in team fights, whereas like um, Ivern's is not really that important to the team fights. And even Amumu's is not really that important to the team fights, but this is fucking huge. 10%, that's almost a free dagger. That's If I had to guess a gold value, I would say 280 gold, a 10% attack so, speed. I think the main reason they did this too is because... We, and we didn't mention this at the beginning that counter jungling is not worth it anymore. And right. guess where Kindred's marks spawn? Yeah, they counter for sure. So giving her the base, you know, the extra ten percent, and then it's going to incentivize you to keep going. I yeah, that's, that was weird. I I didn't even think about that because like I've played a lot of games. I do not get counter jung. I get the only time my jungle will get taken is either one if it's my teammates or two we're getting shit on. The whole enemy team is and in my jungle. They're in your map, right? At that point, it's I, like, that's just free gold for the enemy team. It's yeah. It's so she needed a buff, right? Uh, right. Not bad. It's it's pretty good. Ten percent is pretty good. I'll probably see some more kindred playing. But I also know ranged uh, jungle champions, um, just because they lowered the uh, like the leash or the patience range. It's like kind of hard for you to kite the the jungle camps now right, right. properly. Unless you're so they kind of screwed. Up. Yeah, unless you're graves, but they kind of screwed. Up. He's very short range, anyways. <laughs> All right, but but they um they kind of screwed over a lot of like marksman possible marksman jungler so sure probably need a look this is probably needed uh sure sure no i i, I, think, I, I think i'm with you on that 
tell me about the uh, next guy up here. Malachi, I haven't seen him. Played a guy like a, a support. I've been seeing more support Malachi than anything. Because people don't know how um, to play him well top lane. And, and I think there's a lot of sets and people are like, I don't want to fucking play against set. <laughs> he, I think he's slowly been getting nerfed anyways. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. A sapling toss empowerment slow was 45% plus 0.6% per 100 bonus AP or HP plus 2% per 100 AP. Now it is 45% plus 0.9 per 100 bonus uh, HP and it's going to uh, double the AP. So it's 4% per 100 AP. So just okay, imagine I mean, this guy building heart steel and then building uh, some sort of. Uh, well, I was going to say <laughs> uh, Rod of Ages. You, uh, you can build Rod of Ages. That's a, a nice little a little thing there. I was just thinking Heart Steel because uh, Malachi makes decent use of Grasp if he's top lane. And you're mm-hmm. like double dipping in that, right? Grasp and then um, Overgrowth and Heart Steel. You have like a nice little double dip in the HP department. And then you build one AP item for, for the 100 AP just for the extra, the extra slow, right? Like, um, I mean, you could be... You could be really fucking annoying. Build Rylize because it gives health and uh, AP, and it give you enough to get the. Uh, I think it's, it's this still gives a hundred AP or is it eighty AP? Rylize, yeah, it's 80. It might be eighty. So you might need Rylize and something else. Um, Rylize and Demonic or something, or hell, you could just build Demonic and get free AP out of that too. Uh, it it opens up a little bit better um, usage for Maokai and, and grosser build paths. I think I think it'd be kind of fun though. <laughs> All right, Radiant Virtue. Radiant Virtue. Uh, it's getting a slight buff here. The max heal rate, max health heal ratio was one percent. It's gonna go up to two percent, so double your max health healing, which is important. I mean, doubling it at such a small rate isn't doing a whole lot, but enough to make the item more worth it. Um, the non ultimate ability haste was fifteen ability haste. It's gonna go up to twenty, so that's also pretty freaking good. And then we already talked, uh, oh, we didn't talk about this. This is uncool cooldowns. Fixed a rare bug where Radiant Virtue could permanently reduce an ally's ability cooldowns. So that's pretty fucking gross. Think about, um, uh, think about Set who doesn't use any resources, just having super, super low fucking cooldowns. Well, to be fair, I mean, you could just build Spirit Sojin anyways. right. But then you couple this on top of that, right? And it's just disgusting. Oh, he's just got W up all the time. He can he can uh, face break every time. So uh, that's a pretty gross bug. I mean, that's probably pretty rare. It does say rare, but it's probably more rare than they even note. So um, good fix there. I think good little buff to the item that's underutilized currently. Uh, Remus... Ram, w, uh, defensive curl, uh, ball curl, base armor was 40, now it is 50. And then the W, uh, the base, the bonus magic resist was 10, and now it is 15. Pretty straightforward. I, I'll take that. Take, uh, Ramus buffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Ravenous Hydra. Total cost in gold going up by 100 from 33 to 34. It's already an expensive item. That just makes it that much more expensive. Um, and I think it's because a lot of ADs are building it. Actually, a lot of champions are building a Hydra item, whether it's Titanic or whatever. Um, unique passive is Carnivorous AD per stack. So it was 0.6 for 24 maximum AD. They're dropping that to 0.5 to 20 max AD. 
Okay. I don't think that's terrible. That's not I mean, terrible, but I think they're trying to make it, it. It should be a fighter item, not a not a carry item. Um, and so I think they're trying to I mean, that's, it back a little bit. Would you call like Camille or Fiora a carry, not a carry? Sure. I'm thinking, I'm sorry, I should clarify, not a marksman item. Where, okay, where you're yeah. going to be building a lot. You're trying to get raw 80 and crit chance. Mm. And then the healing. Like, I haven't seen any 80s building this. Aside from Ezreal. And I've seen it on. I haven't seen that. Uh, I've seen it on Ezreal. Um, I've seen it on Vayne. Uh, see, you usually see it on, like, on hit. On hit kind of 80s. Hmm. It's fucking disgusting. It's stupid. It's gross. I feel like they should just make Hydra. Back to melee only. Back to melee. Yeah, that'd be nice. I don't know. I mean, I guess like you have champions like Urgot that can, or just the Tiamat in general. Urgot can use sure. Titanic pretty well. Sure. But, yeah. yeah, I know. The, how do you classify it, right? The, I mean, Urgot, it, Nar could use Nar could use it. It's not probably ideal, but like there's another range champion that could make good use out of it. You know, so I don't know how you. Um, how you classify that out of those kinds of champions because those are the kinds of champions that should be using it. But then how do you keep it out of the hands of ADCs? I'm not sure. So, uh, next up rod of ages. And this one's pretty fucking big. Uh, they're just lowering the cost by 400, fucking 32 huge. to 28. I know a lot of people were complaining that like, I feel like rod is it's base stats is like probably the worst power spike sure. at the beginning. Should be. Because you're 60, is it 60 AP and then 200 health, 200 I mana? So. I think so. It's, and then sure you have the, the healing and the mana regen or whatever, but you got to wait 10 minutes for it to get your extra level. And then you get the movement speed bonus or whatever you get from the, when you get hit or use whatever. It was super weak just right. sitting on like, yeah. So 400 gold is a lot and That's I really good. A lot of people, yeah, I expect a lot of uh, tank or HP stacking, uh, mana stacking. Um, it's just the perfect cast of an item. I don't know. What else yeah, any any like stat stick stacking. Um, so champions. I I do want to visit Kassadin because I feel like Kassadin with Everfrost is still pretty fucking good. Like to be able to stop your enemy in place, like you don't have to take that extra riff walk and, and burn the mana, and then you get free damage out of it is pretty good. Like don't get me wrong, Rod of Ages I think is still great cast an item. But I think that for the first time in a long time, Kasten actually has some build diversity. Um, obviously, since Mythics have existed, Rod of Ages hasn't existed. So we don't, I'm not sure if we know the, the best optimized way to build. But I think now it does give you a clear choice of like, hey, do you want to have the stacking item that makes you more powerful the longer the game goes? Or do you want that immediate, like, you have Everfrost. Here's extra damage, a stun or slow that you can stack with your E if it's available. Um, I just think it, it offers more options for, for a champion like Cassid. And of course, obviously we know Rod of Ages is a classic Cassid and item. Um, hell, Rod of Ages is a classic Karthus item too. So uh, I, I think it's cool to see when they do, um, when they bring some of these costs down, like, I think at 3200 it may not have been worth building on Cassidy because it's so long to get a shit tier power spike. But at 2800 that's oh, it's as so cheap good. as a support item. And I think Everfrost is only like 20 Everfrost is rather cheap too. So I yeah. think it it's like, hey, here's an item. Like, try this item instead, you know. Hey, you over there, like, yeah, it's a shit power spike, but give it 10 minutes. <laughs> so um, I, like, I like the change. And, and like you said, the power spike's so bad. 
but like dropping 400 gold early is is really good because otherwise like you have no incentive to really want to build this item it's too fucking expensive build something else where it's gonna help you spike earlier uh, and then finally, you want to just yeah, I can I can run through Shaco and Viego because these are two bugs. So Shaco, the not so fun surprise, fixed a bug where Shaco's boxes from his W would no longer deal bonus damage. That's if only they kept. That. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I wish they would get rid of the AOE on that fucking ability. But hey, uh, Viego ruined King. Fixed the bug where Viego would no longer gain bonus jungle experience after ending possession of an enemy champion. Oops. Um, yeah, that's fucking weird. I will say one of the things that has always drove me nuts about Viego is just because they have item counters on on things that you know tell you certain stats or whatever on certain items. Yeah. Um, I have noticed now when you take a body over, uh, he typically would lose all of those stat counters once you went back to Viego. Those counters would be lost for whatever reason because Riot can't figure out how to put in a memory. I guess I don't know. Um, I have noticed there are some items, and I think items like Wit's End and Blade of the Ruined King that actually now keep their tracking. Uh, I have only seen it once in an ARAM that I played with Viego, and I was like, wait, my item numbers didn't reset, but my Mythic reset, but the other item, and I, I'd have to go back They're and so find close. it. They're so close. Right. They're so close to fixing it's it. Like, guys, guys, <laughs> like, it's so hard to tell what, like, it. Obviously, prior to Mythics, we didn't have those kind of counters, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of had to figure out and do the do do the math <laughs> uh, and figure out like, hey, is this optimal? Um, is it obviously sometimes the most optimal and and the best item for the situation are two different things. But like when you're trying to look at like, hey, what is the most optimal build I can I can take? Um, in the past, you would have to do the math, and then that led to a lot of, uh, I guess, internet arguments or whatever. Um, and then when they added the counters, it's really nice. You look at a champion like Scion, I don't know, if like Scion with Hullbreaker, and be like, is Hullbreaker optimal on Scion? Are you getting use out of it? Sure. Are you not? Fucking sell that and buy something else, you know? Um, or you look at like Viego with Divine Sunder. Is that the most optimal item? Because uh, remember when he came out, the the item that they wanted to recommend to you was Shield Bow, or or Gale Force. They wanted to recommend a crit, much like a like a Yasuo Yone, wanted to recommend a crit item for you to build. Um, but it becomes very hard with this champion to figure out what is optimal in terms of damage or what is optimal in terms of this or that when it fucking resets every time you possess another body. So like, when do you ever figure that shit out? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I would love to see them fix that, and yeah, it's probably just like a, a complaint, really. Unless it's, a, it's such a small bug that really doesn't offer a whole lot to the game, unless you're a nerd who doesn't like doing math, like um, me. <laughs> uh, so I would like to see them fix that. Like I said, there's like you said, they're so fucking close to it. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and then the only other thing they had was some ARAM changes, and I do not give a shit because I still stand by that. They, I don't know why that exists. It's right, stupid. I don't care. Um, but that's it. That was a quick uh, quickie. So um, we will uh, get on up out of here. So enjoy your Wednesday, guys. We'll be back on Friday for a Thanksgiving-filled yes. fun. I don't know what other 
if if we can get it out earlier, we will, but no promises. We got some stuff mm-hmm. going on. It's kind of a busy week for me at work, so um, mm-hmm. we'll do what we can. But worst case, it comes out on Friday. And and for those of you in Europe that are not uh, Thanksgiving celebrators, I apologize. Um, but you guys can still come in and have some fun and tell us what you're thankful for about League Two. So um, maybe have some of those on deck. And uh, it would be nice, actually, if you guys had some that you wanted to respond to this episode uh, or yeah, go ahead. on, if on you're YouTube listening, or Twitter or whatever. Join the Discord and throw them in the Discord. Yeah, I, well, would, maybe, love to, maybe I would love to read some of your guys' uh, things out. We'll make a channel. Let's make a channel and, and ping everybody and we'll ask everybody to put some shit in there. Okay, that sounds we'll good. We'll do that. We'll do that. So join the Discord. Uh, go to the link, link tree in the bio, in the description, wherever the fuck you're listening right now. Join the Discord boom so if you're not on we, discord feel free to drop a comment on youtube instagram twitter whatever any social media feel yeah. free to do that i know some people just don't like using discord that's fine totally okay i still want to i still want to know your thoughts and what you're thankful for in league until next time guys enjoy the rest of your day later okay okay uh okay what about the one directly under that homogenization of melee ad itemization all right so here's here's a little something it's kind of long but let's see he says over the last few patches i've been noticing some interesting trends in itemization for melee ad champs other than juggernauts and champs that get huge value from sunderer most ad champs seem to be starting to build and performing best with the same set of items eclipse less often prowlers cleaver serildas mirror mana ravenous and ga bruisers now largely build Class cannon and assassins often issue lethality in favor of these percent pen and high AD items. Uh, I have a few ideas for why this is happening, but I'm curious what other people think. To me, it seems like two things are going on. After patch 12.10, percent pen is just overtuned in general, and especially compared to lethality. By mid-game, even ranged champs with no armor items have enough base armor that you get more armor pen from Cerildas or a stacked cleaver than from lethality legendaries. And two, Dyrosash fighters need to be able to threaten lethal on squishies with a full skill rotation, and Bruiser Mythics don't offer enough damage to guarantee this for most champs. The extra survivability, stickiness, or sustained combat power isn't worth much without being able to kill squishies in one set of cooldowns. Waiting for another rotation gives them too much time to cut you slash cut you out slash reposition. This is even more pronounced now that ADCs are stronger at two, two items than they were before. So I have two things to add and i think the top comment kind of hits it um adcs are way worse and mages are too in my opinion so adcs excuse me even though they have higher armor they're still squishy to all fucking hell and i don't know if that's because they're these champions that this guy's talking about are building more raw damage and percent um uh, penetrations that lethality doesn't matter though i will say Anytime I play ADC and there's a fucking assassin on the map, I feel like I have to play like the biggest bitch because that assassin gets onto you. You're fucking dead. One rotation and you're done. Um, so I don't know that he's 100% right because I feel like it doesn't matter if there's an assassin, the ADC's dead. But he may have a point with the fighter slash bruiser. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. He kind of just... He's kind of right, though. People still building a fuck ton of Eclipse that champions that shouldn't be able to build that item, right? Well, I don't understand his... And again, it's also answered in the top comment where it's like, he said percent pen is overtuned and better than lethality. But he said the top comment, the top comment, 
even at late game, if you have 100 armor, which most people don't have, ADCs, uh, that's only 30 pen from Sheralda's. Right. If you're building, like, I don't understand. Like, I don't think it is overtuned because, uh, like I said, if you're building percentage, you're only going to get that one that one item because you can only build one last whisper item, right? But you can build all lethality and have a bigger the flat pen will overtake the percentage. So I don't understand what the fuck. Right. How, yeah. Cause he says the math doesn't even make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. A hundred armor and then 30 pen is literally 30. And then that's it. That's all your items. If you have one le- last whisper item. Right. Or if you have three lethality items, you have, I think 46. Yeah. You're going to have more if, if your target. So at hitting, yeah. At a hundred armor. At 100 still, armor. Better. still better. So I, I think homeboy just doesn't, uh, he's he's got a point that a lot of them see, but it seems like um, even mages tend to build the same items right now, and, and ADCs as well. Like a lot of ADCs building Gale Force, because uh, a lot of those champions don't have dashes, so you just get a free dash. Um, not a whole lot of ADCs are building. Um, well, like GA. No, oh, they're not a lot of building GA, but um, uh, uh, what's the bow? The bow mythic. Um, I want to call it cringe bow. And shield I bow? Yeah, shield bow. Shield bow. Not a lot of ADCs are building shield bow right now. It's Kraken Slayer or Gale Force, or you're building um, Eclipse. Because uh, that's just how it, you're playing a poke ADC who's building Eclipse. You're not building Dusk Blade unless you're Ezreal. You probably build Dusk Blade. Ezreal doesn't count as an ADC. I think we say this all the time because Ezreal can build literally any fucking item he wants as an ADC. Whatever he buys doesn't fucking matter because it's not in the Mythic, it's in everything else. And even then, he could build any fucking item. So really, that champion doesn't count, and he's the only one that builds, I think, Dusk Blade currently as his highest win rate. Um, but the all the Titanics and the Bork users, um, there's a, there's a lot more I think in the in the fighter world than there are in the tanks. Tanks right now are generally building Jack Show. It's not even a whole lot building Heart Steel really. Yeah, I mean, unless you're like. Unless you know you're going to be in lane long enough and you're like you're playing Cho'Gath. Sure. I think that's probably the best. Um, his second point where he says divers fighters need to be able to threaten lethals on squishies with a full skill rotation and bruiser mythics don't offer enough damage to guarantee this. Uh, I And then he says the survivability stickiness and sustain, or sustained power isn't worth much without being able to kill. I don't know. I feel like Has this guy ever played Kane. I, I would say uh, if you if you have like <laughs> re, a red cane, uh, gore drinker, and yes. like maybe like death stance or uh, he threatens one shot at with or with black cleaver, right? You're he's he's that, threatening one shot capability, but as Rost is he shouldn't he should be able to threaten one shot capability as a shadow assassin, but Rost should be a two rotation kill. You know what I mean? Well, I'm saying like if you're tower diving, like you're—I don't know. Maybe maybe Kane was a bad idea because he can become invulnerable. Um, but I I disagree. I think the whole okay. sustained combat power is. What about Aatrox? N- Aatrox, yeah, sure. Like if we were talking about him building Gore Drinker, um, right? I'm just sorry. I'm just talking yeah. about. I th- I feel like Bruiser items, Gore Drinker as the biggest example. I think is still worth it. I um, so. I don't know all the stats it gives you. It's so it's worth it. You don't have to one shot someone. <laughs> no. Like you're not going to be 
it's not just going to be you most of the time, or or uh, it's going to be you only like in lane, right? Or you're going to have a team. You don't have to fucking be the one killing it. Sure. So, or like uh, okay, I mean, maybe Jax is a good example. Jax is one who uses Sunder just because he wants a Sheen. Um, which is why he typically goes Sunder or Triforce, maybe, but typically you're still going Sunder for the Sunder penetration. That, that tells image. you that tells you that either a that item's overtuned or or Triforce is undertuned because it doesn't even feel like there's a fucking like theoretically there's a discussion that you go Sunder or Triforce, but like practically you're building Sunder. Like, Sunder, you, I mean, why are you building Triforce? <laughs> I mean, especially with champions like Jax, who right. do a lot of mixed damage, and they benefit right. off the uh, mythic passive. The split, Plus, right. it's like the just the raw damage, the sheen proc, and the heal is just way better. I don't know. I I, I disagree with him saying that divers and fighters do not need uh, don't need to be able to don't need to be like threatening. No, I agree. Uh, lethal damage, or squishies at least. I agree. I feel like, yeah. And there's, there's, uh, other, there's more comments down here too. This guy made another... So someone made, just saying, I don't agree with you at all. And then he goes, well, the point is you have both assassins and a majority of the fighter slash bruiser cast opting into the same set of items while ignoring items designed for their respective classes. It's probably not intended for Ribbon J4 Aatrox to be performing best when ignoring bruiser mythics and going the same pen slash AD build as Zed goes, who ignores lethality items. And then, someone, and then the guy responded again saying, I highly disagree. First of all, the three examples you gave are bad because historically Riven, J4, and Aatrox have all had a history of going straight 80 Assassin. It just depends on the meta. It wasn't long ago they were all building Gore Drinker. Also, again, you're factually incorrect. Zed's most popular and winning build is Prowler's Hydra Core into Lethality. Just like, again, Lethality Mythics are going to be the best for pen on Squishies, 20 flat pen and 4 to 20% armor pen. Uh, beats a flat 30% any day. I'm personally seeing tons of varied build paths, at least when compared to the variety League has reasonably available with so few items to work with. Many different sets of champs all have builds that fit them, and many of those have very adaptable builds based on composition. And I kind of agree. There's a lot of, like, situational items. I think the core items kind of remain the same. But even then, there's some some variation. Um, like, like, Jinx is obviously very good with Kraken Slayer, but, like... Maybe that one game you need to not die to the assassin, so you build uh, shield bow, which again I think is undertuned at the moment because it's just not picked unless you're Draven, really, <laughs> or Samira. Mm-hmm. That I mean, those those all or nothing champions are gonna pick that because they want the extra shield, right? But that's it. Um, whereas like Jinx, it feels a lot harder. Like if you're not going Kraken Slayer because you want the attack speed bonus um, and and the true damage, which is nice for her, but. Then you have champions like Zaya, who can opt for the more pokey Eclipse build, or can go for the Gale Force build. Um, she's not really. I feel like if you're going lethality Zaya, you that's not it anymore. It's not, which... but I think it, it it's there's a possibility. Like it's it's not uh, the worst. You, it's I would playable. Do it. I feel like, but I feel like I'm substantially. Uh, making the odds worse for my team if I... Well, you had to look into what this guy said. You have to consider the meta, of course. Like, I, it wasn't too long ago that it was meta to go Lethality uh, Zaya, right? And same thing with, like, Varus. It wasn't too long ago that going Lethality Poke Varus was the thing, and right now attack speed is the thing because they kind of 
try to bust some it? stuff there. Yeah, it's actually bears right now. Pro, the... all, all in pro play, it's always poke. Sure, sure, but I guess I, that's in, just the difference in the in the elo and, and obviously the pro meta is always going to be a little bit different than than um, the lower elo meta for sure. But yeah, so I, I think it's not like the homogenization of the item builds. I think are meta related, if that makes sense. Hmm. So is, is this based? Mm, no. I, I see what you're trying to say, but I don't think you're correct. Right. Let's move on down. Thoughts on people trying to learn new champs and roles in ranked? Okay. I know we've always we've all been here. Yes, and you know what? Uh, I do have a point to make on this. But <laughs> although I I think it's well, go ahead. Go say what you're. I was, saying. I was just gonna read. It says, "What is your opinion on people trying to play new ranks or champs or or new roles and doing it in rank compared to unranked?" says i report it that's basically griefing unless you're an iron or something and everyone's going to be just bad anyways if it's ranked <laughs> i report it literally other any other game mode you do you how else am i supposed to learn new champs um i will say there is some some point here is is like it sucks when it happens to you when you're in your promos and then this person just fucking uh feels like it's they're just griefing however normals are so Kind of right. fucked. Normals are like the equivalent of professional scrims. Where like if the game ain't fucking going right after like 10-15 minutes, it's just a forfeit. So if you're trying to learn a new champion, you never get to learn uh, really late game or even like mid to late game. Like that that mid late to late, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. there's early game and there's like early mid game. Which is like those those who's rotating earlier, who's getting the objectives earlier, and then making the rotation to to push their lead and snowball versus who's sitting on their laurels and not doing shit. Um, and then there's mid game where it's like, okay, now as a team, we we start making these moves around the fucking map. And then there's like that mid late slash late game where it's like, okay, now are we gonna take this objective and do this, or are we going to give that objective up uh, for for this idea instead? And so you don't get to learn how to play your champion in those later stages in normals oftentimes because people are so quick to just give up. Also, normals, uh, you don't know if you're going to get matched against a challenger tier player yes. on the opposite team. Yes. And you don't get any practice in that. That's extremely um, not fucking helpful when that shit happens. I, I'm on I'm on both sides. It's very frustrating if that person's on your team. But I feel like if you're not playing in ranked, you're not going to be in those situations where you're like, okay, I got to focus and I got to I got to learn to do this. If you're in normals and you're just like, oh, it's normals, I don't really care. You're probably not going to try. Right. Um I've experienced like that. No, no matter what game mode you're playing, uh your your goal should just be I mean, obviously one to get better, but your goal should be to try to win the game. Yeah. And if you know you're getting shit on, I've done it. I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'm over this game. I'm not really going to try. But, like, going into it, and that's just the problem with, with normals. I think the mentality is way more relaxed. And then just the matchmaking is all over the fucking place. And it's I just don't really like playing normals that often. Um, I just playing in a ranked environment is... At least you're going to play with the people, hopefully, unless they're Smurfs, in your actual rank... And it's going to stress you to get better at whatever you're learning. Right. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. Um, these people, it's kind of 50-50 here. Can't control what they do. Yeah, you can't control people. Um, 
It's, I mean, I guess if you feel like you need to report someone and that's going to make you feel better, just do it. I don't think anything will happen. Right, right. Yeah, it's hard to... This one's hard. It's hard to say that it's based or not because I've, I've, I feel like I've been on both sides of the coin and like neither side feels good. It's like I can't practice or learn anything because you get into a fucking game and you're playing its fucking platform. I'm like, dude, A, I'm mid-silver and B, I'm learning a new champ or role, which means I'm really just fucking bronze four. <laughs> like, you my know other, what I mean? It's like My other favorite fucking thing is when people, like we're playing a game and... This person's getting shit on, and then they're like, oh, first time playing this champion. I'm like, so is it the champion's fault that you're pushed up with no vision? Is it the champion's fault you're not warding? Is it the champion's fault? that I'm like, no, that's you. You're just making dumbass excuses. Sure, you maybe you just don't know what the champion... Well, you should know what the champion does. Right. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm leaning to, like... I don't know. I, I'd say it's it's neutral. It's it's, not yeah, it, it's neutral, because it does... I think you're right. There is a, a collective knowledge that you should have or base knowledge you should have of the champion that you're wanting to play uh like you should have played this champion in at least an aram or something before some other game mode before we're like okay this champion seems fun i want to learn how to actually play this champion and then having a base under like learning a base understanding of like okay how do you lane you know you may not have to have the greatest fucking grasp of a champion but if you play it in ranked and and you could still be decent but like having absolutely no grasp of what this champion like if i just went in and played fucking ribbon I'd be trolling, but like <laughs> if I went in, went in and played, uh, fucking name me a champion that I don't really play, but I could if I really wanted to. Like fucking Talon, I may not win as Talon, but I probably am not gonna feed. Like I may not be the threat that I want to be, but like I have a a basic understanding of like this is how you play Talon. No, I'm not gonna escape from everything because I don't have the fucking moves, but like I could play the champion and get some kills. So, I, I think you're right. I might agree with the uh, neutral on that one. All right, let's do let's do like maybe one or two, two more. Okay, uh, I see you got one. Any, what do you see? I do see one says a question about new surrender changes. All right. Um, it says I don't tend to use the subreddit much anymore, but I'm curious about people's general opinion on the four to one surrender changes. I've just played a game where someone rage quit after five minutes. My team could then three to one surrender the game 90 seconds after he leaves and I lose 26 LP without even having a say. I understand that people are sometimes being held hostage but the new changes result in a lack of control that sits a little uneasy with me. Uh, um, I don't think you would lose 26 LP. Well, you lose a lot right now. I lost like fucking 24 the other day. But the fuck. But did someone rage quit? If they rage quit, I think you get mitigation. You get the yeah. There's two, no, I don't. I don't drop. believe. Sorry. So twenty, twenty-four. Okay. I don't. Unless this guy's MR is completely fucked, I don't think you would be losing that much. You get lost. Yeah, you get lost. I don't think you would lose twenty-six for someone when you quit. Uh, when you surrender early, because I don't know. I, you I might lose twenty-two. That. But the other thing too, I've noticed is the LP gain is astronomically high. Like I think I won a game, and got like thirty-one. I'm like Jesus fucking Christ. So I just the number, like, it's weird to say, but I'm like, I feel like you just lose more and gain more, but it's still effectively the same fucking mechanic, if that makes sense. Right. I mean, now you don't have to sit through, man, sure. I mean, LP, LP gains and losses were brutal last year. Um, uh, yeah. You would take win, you like, two more than you would lose if you lost. So it's like, you're not climbing anywhere. I, I would you be getting like, I was getting like 12 LP and then losing like 15. Right. And it would fucking take me. I'm trying to do quick maths, like nine games to get to fucking promos. 
Uh, well, they got rid of the 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 tier promos, but right. Um, I mean, it's it's. I feel like if you're if you're winning games, if you're good, you're gonna win games. You're gonna win LP. And you deserve to rank up. If it, the game will, as much as we shit on this game, it will definitely be able to determine your skill level and. I think it does it pretty accurately. I don't think it matters how much they're giving. Like you said, it's they just bump the numbers up, but it's still it makes you feel better. But yeah, it's it's the like disparity's the same. Like I think right. I was losing twelve and gaining seventeen last year, and now it's like okay, well we bumped it up a little bit, but now you lose twenty four and gain thirty. I'm like okay, five versus six. Like what? Who cares? I do like just be like oh now I only have to play like five games to get to next. a tier up. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, but let's see. He said, I understand that people are sometimes being held hostage, but the new changes result in a lack of control that sits a little. So he's complaining that it's not fair. Yeah, I guess. But it's like if someone rage quits, dude, just move on with your life, man. I know. He is he is he mad that they surrendered with a person that quit on their team? Yeah. He just said he's like, Well, I don't want to quit. Um Friend. This guy's this guy's one hundred percent low elo. So, yeah, someone else over here <laughs> is saying, uh, "Looks like Arachnid God nineteen ninety says you would have lost the game even if you dragged out to twenty minutes." I don't know why you want to hold three other players hostage for fifteen minutes who don't want to play out a four v five for the same exact outcome. Where it says I lose twenty six LP without even having a say because what you're effectively saying is what I want is more important than what these three other people want. And that's the definition of narcissism. <laughs> No, if if the majority if the majority of the people on your team don't want to play the game and they want out, there's no point. You should just get out. Like, if if it's if anything, if you're the one holding hostage, like this guy, who it literally just blatantly admits to, um, that's gonna destroy the other people on your team. They're just gonna want to give up, and then you're gonna get even more mad that you guys don't win. You're not gonna win. The chances of you winning are so low. That it's not worth the mental uh, toll it takes on you. Just, you know, just forfeit. Get right. up, walk around. You're getting lost mitigated. Give like five minutes and then get back and play the fucking game, dude. Right. Yeah, so someone else, so he, he responds to this person. He goes, I've been playing since season two. The amount of 4v5s on one is astounding. Also, what if the guy comes back? Do we not want to give someone a chance? The amount of catch-up mechanics in the game now make winning from losing position more possible mm-hmm. than ever. It's not about narcissism. It's... In fact, it's the complete opposite. It's optimism. There's a non-zero chance that we win the game, and I'm not even giving given an opportunity to try. Yada, yada, yada. So the guy responds. He goes, so you're trying to say you're part of the 3%? He goes, I don't, I don't know what you mean. He goes, do you not read why they change it from five to four votes? They have science-based data for it. They didn't change it on a whim for shits and giggles. 90%, 97% of games end in a loss that get held hostage by a four to one vote past 20 minutes okay only three percent are winnable but that means out of a hundred early ffs only three of them are winnable that's why they changed it you can't you can't really argue against actual like hard data like that again we shit on riot a lot of the time but this is a pretty good idea that they you know they test it out and they're like okay 97 percent of the games are not winnable all right, this, let's just this, change the yeah. yeah. And this dude just gets mad. He, he I know he. It, I, I see it here. He goes, "Where you can't have a discussion or debate without being condescending with emojis." Like, all right, dude. Like this guy. He's like, this is data and fucking analysis, and it's it proves that it's good for game development. That's what data science is. Holy fuck. <laughs> so yeah, uh, not based. I'm just. I don't have to read anymore. Not yeah. Based. I, little this one's this one's like mega not based. A little unhinged. Um. 
Yeah, I think you just need a nappy and like your bottle. Right. And um yeah. So. I was I was gonna say that's the last one, but there's one last good one I think we can end on a positive note here. Oh god, okay. It says what in your opinion is the wildest, most impressive ultimate ability of any champion? Okay. Uh, it says I think Mordekaiser's ult is pretty wild. Sucking someone else into the death realm, or Ohio, as Purple calls it. <laughs> it's about that 1v1 is pretty crazy. And if they added that skill as a new thing today, I think it would still impress people. And obviously, a bit, Sky's Descend from Aurelian Soul is one of the biggest ults there is in the game, period. Which ultimates leave you in awe. First one that comes to mind, and is probably... I really like Cataclysm. Uh, that's Jarvan's ult. It's just epic as shit. It is. Um, probably Equalizer, Rumble. Is just like oh, especially in pro play, um, Oriana Shockwave. Like if it hits a if it hits a five man Shockwave, like, oh holy shit! That's such a, it's a beautiful play. The only one I still thoroughly enjoy, and and it's like the fucking cheapest, most annoying fucking ultimate because you know you know when it's gonna happen and you know that you're dead. Is uh, Garen <laughs> just yelling <laughs> justice? Like it kind of leaves me in awe. I'm like motherfucker! Like he knew especially he was gonna execute me with that shit. Especially if you're like. He gets the animation off, and then you flash, and you still and you fucking still die. die. Yeah, yeah. That one's oh, pretty man. funny. But, like... <laughs> and then, obviously, Darius has his version of the dunk, right? The dunk. The come on and slam! Like, that one's pretty good, too. Um, uh, yeah, oh, Echoes Darius. is pretty good. As annoying oh, and frustrating as it is. Shit. It's two over. It's like... One more time. But, like, but if you're playing Echo, it's super satisfying. Kind of like Garen. Like, when you're playing Garen and you get it, it's just satisfying as fuck. Um, I think if we're talking about, we could talk about satisfying. I think, uh, death mark, if you get the pop oh, yeah. after the, the delayed boom, yep. and you get the kill, it's, that's very satisfying. A good, um, a good talent ulti in a team fight just to blast mm-hmm. everybody. That's pretty good. Or a jinx rocket cross jinx, map. St- jinx rocket or, or Ezreal, uh, ult. Ash um, arrow cross map. I mean, I, I also got to go with just gangplank. I just love hearing. Yeah. The fact that you can hear his voice like across the map is fucking sick, uh, or hear him laugh, right? Um, when he pops the cannon barrage, that one's really fucking good. You gotta love the MF uh, bullet time where bullet she uses good. shock and awe. Has to leave you in awe. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of those maybe. Oh, Alawi, Alawi oh, alt, a good Alawi alt. That's like, dude, game changing, game breaking. You know. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, you know, uh, he already said it, but oh, Souls. Oh. And we forgot Malphite. Oh, the football, okay. baby. Dude, speaking of, I was watching LPL today, and it was EDG versus BNG, I think, and, and BNG ended up winning the series, spoiler alert. Um, Malphite got a pentakill as Tank Malphite. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> From I'm a losing sh- position, too. I'm pretty sure he is getting uh, touched for the next patch. Yeah. Just on the preview, so, so yeah, it's definitely broken right now. No, that that's definitely one that leaves you in awe, because when you get a big Malphite ulti, you're just like, oh shit. It's just bowling ball in on the pins and just it's a it's a beautiful sight. Kinda like the shockwave. It's a beautiful sight. <laughs> Alright, I think that's a good place to, to yeah. end it off here. Um right yeah, on. guys, that was fun. Uh a lot less unhinged ones than I was expecting. Um, but you know, this, if, oh, go ahead. Let's say the first, we, I gotta call that one based. I gotta say that was, that was yeah. a based, a based, um, thread. 
secondly, um, if this is something you guys would like to see more frequently, um, like Dean said, this was pretty fun. I thought this was interesting. Um, it's funny just to look at what other people think. Because sometimes when you post on Reddit, you may think you're hella fucking right. Only to find out that you're hella fucking wrong. <laughs> and, like, sometimes you have to get out of your own, uh, I guess, echo chamber would be a good way to put it. To, like, realize, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just really fucking wrong. Like, I should shut up now. <laughs> oh, you know, one more thing I wanted to say back sure. on the back on the Discord. I made a thread because uh, we always, Tyler and I always talk about it. Um, funny uh, summoner names you guys come across. Um, oh, yeah. If you guys see some, take a screenshot and put it in this channel. Uh, the ones I posted, or the one I posted was this Leona. Going ash to mouth was fucking great. Uh, and then Calientes. Calientes uh, <laughs> uh, had one for a nocturne was Masturbator Ye. Okay. Jesus. It's a little graphic, but yeah, if you guys come across any like silly, funny, um, crazy summoner names, uh, go ahead, come over to the Discord and uh, post them up in here. But yeah, that is going to be it, guys. We'll be back on Friday for champion review, and then Saturday we have the giveaway stream. So make sure you uh, join the join the Discord um, and follow the Twitch channel. Everything is in the link tree in the description. Uh, 12 p.m. PST. We're going to be ready. We're going to have some fun. We're going to give away some shit. Who doesn't want free shit? Like, I love free who shit. doesn't want free RP? So make sure you guys are here on time and come chill with us. But yeah, we will be back on Friday. So uh, enjoy your week and good luck in your games. Good luck, guys. Be safe. And I hope to see you on Saturday. If you're listening to this episode, you don't get to the Friday episode on time. I do hope to see each and every one of you on Saturday. In some way, shape, or form, whether that's participating or just in the stream, in the uh, in the chat. So, uh, again, thank you. Peace.